what would you rather endure for 24 hours? You know, would it be, you know, insane cold or, you know, in, like very hot, extremely hot? And I'd pick the heat every day. Well, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't, you can only take off so many clothes. Like, you can only put layers on. I don't care. I fucking hate, hate cold. Sweating's cool sometimes, not always. I agree. All right, boys. We're going to get this show on the road here, all right? I uh, I just hit record. I tried to get the end of Mike's weather talk. I got some of this it. This is not weather talk. His weather this talk is, was a bit was, like, what do you well, prefer? Is, I hate the cold. Isn't weather talk? I, I don't I like am. cold weather. It's not weather talk. Well. You're a monster. Oh, it's not like this, the current uh, weather. This is, this, is a, it's, it's, this is an evergreen. You could have this conversation any time. It doesn't date it to this particular period. Unlike all the topical stories we're about to do. What? I don't know. Well. I don't have an opinion. You've heard the voices of everyone who will be on today's show. I am Brendan. Next to me on my left is is Mike, uh, co-host Mike. And uh, I'll take that. I don't give a shit. We got a bit of a uh, special occasion today. So we brought on our close friend to commemorate it, even though... It's only been a few weeks since you were on, but we we, we wanted probably podcast biggest fan up there. We wanted uh, Ugo Feza. We wanted Mike back. You don't you don't wave because that doesn't. It's the wrong medium. Let him wave. That. Well, thank you for waving, Mike. Thanks for having me, Brendan. Mike. Uh, welcome back. We I realized that there were some process things that we didn't get through last time that you were on. So we'll, uh, oh no, we asked him what the Dismal Tide was last time, right? That's right, we don't need to ask again. No, we, we ask record. every time. Nah, you know what, well, I actually, I was hoping you would, because I was actually going to do the, uh, the, the prototypical, you know, when you go for an interview thing, and I was going to flip it around and ask you. Now I'm asking the questions. What oh. What you got? He's taking the power back. Mike. What is the Dismal Tide? Mike to my left. It's a libelous sports gossip podcast. Very right. I, so I came up, that's, that was my tagline. I, I was, I'm prepared for this. I thought hard about that one. No, that's I used a to have a much on. wordier, boring one that, I, that seemed clever at first, and I realized that we don't even do that sort of show. And also, by the way, you don't really have to compile all the worst opinions of strangers because they get shoved in your face. So yeah, we, we we used to spend a lot. I used to spend a lot of time on Bleacher Report reading through comments and yeah. a lot of time in Facebook groups. I'm still in all those Facebook. That's, groups. I said on Twitter the other day that stop showing me screenshots of just any random Elizabeth Warren supporter that you disagree with. Yeah, I'm seriously, like, it's unnecessary. Save, if you're going to just post, just uh, I I it's what it's what people say about ironic racism. It's just like, well, you're still saying it. This is what I feel about posting like a bunch of opinions you disagree with. If you are screenshotting them and posting it to your own timeline, it is the same as you saying it to me. <laughs> to Just because you. you don't endorse it doesn't mean I, I still have to read it. It's the same to me. Please Go. refer to her by her, her real name. I'm not going to call her that. Oh. 
maybe we have different ideas about what her name is. Um, it, it, it frankly, it doesn't get thrown in her face enough in the Democratic primary because, like, who was that bit that Liz Warren said where she was like, uh, "I'm the only one who's beat an incumbent Republican in, in the last thir- 30, 30 years. years," and Bernie was like, "Well, exactly 30 He's years like, ago you- is when I did it." So, um, you just and well. She- <laughs> She goes, yeah, well, I, I'm, when he's like, I beat an incumbent Republican when I first ran for Senate. And she's like, yeah, and when was that? She's like, 1990. I'm like, okay. And they're like, so 30 years. And she's like, I'm the only one in the last 30 years. And like, yeah, well, thir- well, okay. The obvious winning. <laughs> it's exa- in exactly 30 years. The ob- I, I, To me, the winning response to that is, is that when you were a Republican or a Native American or both? <laughs> and, and it's over. You just ended her political career right there. Lion Liz. God, what a fucking... Oh, God, I hate her. Well, I don't, I don't hate her, but she's not no. doing herself any favors. Brendan, me, Brendan, you're later. canceled. I'm sorry. Mike, yes, I'm you. sorry that yeah. you got to endure Brendan's waffling on such an important matter. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. She's How still going to end up being like... If Bernie wins, she's still going to be like Secretary of State. Probably. I'll tell you this, though. How about that guy that didn't vote for Jeter for the Hall of Fame? I was about I'm to. It. I'm fine with it. Who fucking cares? I, first of all, I love it. Did, who are we ever going to find out who it was? Yes, I think you will. Um, I think they. I, oh, it's it's not out yet. It's they, no, they I don't think it's out it. yet. Because like I know, a, a, like a tons of writers go public with their ballots now. Like um, uh, yeah, I think you. Well, a lot of them just take. You're very quiet on our end. I don't think it's anything you're doing, and I think it's, like the levels still look okay. I'm just distracting myself now. Sorry. I um, had my, you know what? I had my pinky, kind of like when uh, <laughs> Doctor, when Doctor Hibbert. Uh, so funny. Sorry, my hand was covering the microphone. It's like when Doctor uh, Hibbert had the uh, his thumb over the Homer's X-ray, and he couldn't see the crayon for you know like twenty years. I had my. <laughs> I had my pinky over the microphone while I was, I was holding my phone up. So hopefully that does the trick. Let's see. Yeah, you sound better already. So anyway, so so yeah, Jeter got 99.7% of the vote. Now, I, as someone who uh, disagrees with individual awards, uh, I also uh, don't even like the Hall of Fame. But Agreed. I don't know. If we have to have a Hall of Fame, and we clearly do, they're not going to get rid of it because I said so. It'd be a long meeting. That'd be a very short meeting. It'd be a very short meeting. Yeah. So get this fucking guy out of here. It's already there. What are we going to do? I make a six hour presentation. I make a six hour presentation, and then they say. That reminded me of like a Trump tweet when he, when he just puts two words that like conflict each other, one in. One is his statement, and the next one is in parentheses. So, like, I, I, the, the, my favorite one was he said, just had a good, parentheses, great meeting with the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was it? Was it good or was it great? I, I, <laughs> he, he writes like we all talk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I won't go on, like, too far, but. Before we get away from it, you ever just like you listen to him, and uh, you know you, I I see why everybody calls him a big dumb asshole. Like I get it, but in like the the most pure sense, like the raw sense, and he sits there and he talks about nonsense. 
and he's like, you know, with wind, I never understood wind. <laughs> like, you know, when I think about it, I don't get wind either. Like, this like six week thing where he's just been talking about in home plumbing. Like it just keeps coming <laughs> up about how the showers aren't as good as they used to be. And like, you have to flush the toilet too much. Like he's yeah, doing, I told him he's this was doing, he's point. doing like call and response with to the audience at the rallies where they're like, he's like, and what am I talking about? Toilets. It's <laughs> just like, you gotta flush them. You gotta flush them. It's so it's, funny looking at him talking about flushing a toilet five, six times. Cause you're like, yeah, we know, man, we knew this, that you had to just keep flushing and flushing. Well, he was also, I think, I forget what, this is probably on Chapo anyway, but, like, he probably walked into the White House and was just like, this place is a piece of shit. It's drafty. None of the floors are even. What is this, 300 years old? Like, what the fuck? He was probably, this is quite a downgrade for him, I think, as far as just, like, apartments are concerned. I think... I don't think it's drafty. I think that they would take care of that. No, 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 it is. They said they were talking about it with like the Obama girls and they're just like, yeah, they got the room the the bedrooms are they're a bit drafty. It's very old cuz every it's like a historical landmark. So they can't go in there and just yeah, like uh, rebuild everything. You can't bl- uh blow that uh like insulation into the walls. That, yeah, no, none then, of like, that. Put a hole through it. It is what it is. Look, I don't know. Uh, Nixon got a bowling alley put in there and you can't like get some Anderson windows. You can't. Well, I'm telling you, you, you can't, and I'm not, I'm not getting paid by Anderson to say that. I just picked the most notable window company I could name. That's a good window. Yeah. I and, bet. You know, and, and if you're going to pick one company, why, why not go with Anderson? He's been providing great prices and quality construction for over the, you know, the last 30 years. That's Anderson. You can find them in Flemington, New Jersey, uh, Burlington, New Jersey, uh, or inquire your local Home Depot for insulation. And use promo code the Dismal Tide at checkout to receive twenty percent off your order. Okay, ah, yes. don't, don't, let's not get, let's not get, you know, let's not advertise for him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so right. what was it? Oh, um, I don't, I don't so know. One how, person didn't vote for Jeter. One person didn't vote for Jeter, but um, which is funny and good. However, only twenty four percent of people seem to vote for Manny Ramirez who was uh, the most dominant hitter in baseball for several years, not named Barry Bonds. If if I were a Hall of Fame voter, I would do a lot of, like, trying to game it, where, like, there's players every year that you know are going to make it in. Like, it was obvious Derek Jeter was going to make it in, so I wouldn't vote for him to try and expand who else might make it. I'd, I'd just say, like, Jeter's getting in. If it's one voter, if it if it's if I'm the only one, like well, whatever. there's no like limit on how many. No, can. you can vote for like ten no, guys. 10. Yeah, 10. yeah. No, so sorry. so I'm I'm voting down ticket for everyone else. Also, I was looking at like the highest percentages of votes received for Hall of Famers, and Mariano Rivera had a hundred, and Derek Jeter is second place. Um, but Nolan Ryan, unless they were thinking like me and trying to like game the system a little bit, he got ninety percent of the vote. And just, like, imagine not thinking Nolan Ryan should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. What are you doing? I don't know. This is probably the the, both the, sides the, now, the guys who vote on this stuff are, in a lot of cases, the dumbest people alive and have a bunch of extremely arbitrary rules. And most of that has to do with who was rude to them once. 
I'm sure Nolan Ryan told somebody to go fuck themselves. Uh, uh, they asked uh, for a, for a quote once, and then they just went, "Well, let, we'll see about that," and then just refused and, to vote for him for a Hall of Fame. And Brendan, like what you said, you know, like who didn't think? Well, that other ten percent or nine point eight percent or whatever that didn't vote for Nolan Ryan that round, it's they get ten or what is it five years? No, like ten years on the ballot. Yeah, if they get a certain number of votes. So if you fuck it so, up for them. So that 10% pros probably like, ah, Nolan, like, yeah, you know, he was an asshole or something off the, whatever it is, for whatever reason, he's not a first ballot. They may have very well, that other 10% voted for him, you know, in the second year, but who cares about 100% in the second ballot, you know what I mean? That would be a funny 100% of your second ballot, but you didn't make it in your first ballot. Mathematical anomaly. Uh, Bonds and Clemens aren't in, so it's a complete joke. It's just Bonds had two Hall of Fame careers mixed into one career, and he did steroids for the Hall of Fame, the second one. But he was a Hall of Famer before he did it, so this is stupid. Are they, they're both still eligible, though, aren't they? I think they have two years of eligibility left. You know what I say? Yeah. They're not going to make it, though. I let everybody in. What about Kurt Schilling? No. Everybody. <laughs> he was the third... Who's the third highest? He's, Look at him. he's gonna close. get in there in a year or two. He's gonna get in. I yeah, mean, I, the, it's uh, fair. It's he's not results? a first ballot Hall of Famer. If he gets in in his last year, like that's fine. Let's see. I haven't even looked at the results yet. Don't let him in because I don't like him personally. Omar I understand v- he deserves to be in. Omar Vizquel didn't get. Cl- There's a lot of anti Omar Vizquel people, and I don't understand what the problem is because as uh and. Again, I know that this isn't the same as hard numbers. However, I, Omar Vizquel oh, and Sandy Alomar, their middle infield combination. There's there's not a lot of art in baseball. There's not a lot of uh, uh, creativity. A lot of it is um, it, it's there's a lot of research, uh, and there's a lot of math, but there's not a, a lot of like <clears throat> improvisation except in the middle infield. And the stuff that Alomar and Vizquel did is as close to uh, art as any uh, as anything that's ever happened on a baseball field. Every fucking night, the two of them were in uh, whatever Sports Center top ten or on Web Gems on Baseball Tonight. And you want to tell they me they are? If you said we were out there, you know, reviewing movies like Siskel and Eber or you know, doing magic like Penn and Teller, you know, you're turning double play like Vizquel and Alomar. They were like synonymous with, you know, slick double play turning. It just, and that, that has to be worth uh, something in a way, uh, something that's unquantifiable. But nothing. Uh, I think it's just, he just wasn't, his, he was a bad hitter. He was like fine at best. No, not bad. He wasn't Not good. Just, well, he's had a historically weak hitting position, too. You know what I mean? I mean, Jeter just got in. What do you have? 230 career homers? I saw somebody tweet that uh, Derek Jeter was just big market Craig Biggio, and he didn't deserve 100% of the vote. And you're like, oh, all right. Well, oh. He didn't deserve 100%. I don't fucking care. I Derek Jeter is so annoying. I'm just saying, OPS does uh, OPS does nothing to capture the imagination. 
things like that. You got to uh, 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 watching these guys play is uh, uh, is what it's all uh, that. The game is played on if the field. If you ever saw that, if you see that drill, it's not even a drill. It was from like last spring training. Um, and it was just like a baseball page that I follow somewhere. It was just like, you know, some like teenager caption, like this gal still got them hands, but, um, holy shit, dude. You, like he just had one of those flat training gloves on, like, uh, like the transfer gloves or, you know, it looks like, uh, what the trainers use in boxing to like yeah. spar with the partner. And he had one of those training gloves on and like, he was just getting little pepper balls hit to him. And uh, you couldn't even see how fast, like, he made the transfer from in his in the glove or, you know, like, to, like, to a throw. It was so fast. Like, you know, this is as, like, a 50-year-old man or however old he is. Yeah, you know, well, Crazy. That, the, you hold on to that stuff. Maybe you can't run anymore. <laughs> His lateral yeah. move, lateral movement's not so good at fifty, but like that that hand speed you can probably keep for a long time. Like Maddox throwing a Chris Bryant in that. Yeah, that was a kind of funny video. It's just like I'm not standing, I'm not standing in against the fucking janitor, and he's like, "No, it's in your contract. You have to." So he just like on the phone with his agent, and they just let him throw. And it's that one where Greg Maddox is in disguise. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, my God, that janitor, that's got some movement. It's like, this guy can kind of throw. That's a pretty (laughs) changeup. Yeah. Fucking Greg Maddox. uh, Who was I talking? I think when I was talking about uh, uh, players and, like, certain moments and little runs are kind of uh, as memorable as, like, entire careers to a point. Like, uh, I was talking about when I was saying Daniel Murphy's – running up to the, the 2015 world series i'm just like that's kind of more memorable than like you look down that list of the hall of fame candidates and just going like well uh, i mean obviously recency and all that or say like i don't know um carlos beltran's 2005 it's like playoff run is uh one of this uh was it 2005 uh um... three when was the subway series wasn't the subway series I'm gonna say oh four. I think it was uh, because no, it was one with the Astros. Maybe it was oh five. Ah. It was the one where they made the World Series. Yeah, because right? they went, they lost to the White Sox that year. That was against the White Sox. Yeah, yeah. So it was oh five. But stuff like that, it, it, it uh, I remember better than JJ Putt's entire career. <laughs> like, dude, I can't. What's your favorite JJ Putt's moment? Um, uh, I, I saw one. a tweet that said uh, as I well. Have one. Wait. Oh, go ahead. How dare you? I have one. If you've never seen this, JJ Putz was the reliever for the Diamondbacks, or well, many teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Guy. Uh, that fucking video, where it was just a random game in like, in the middle of the summer, and they're in Arizona, and he goes to wind up for the pitchers. Nobody on base. I think it was you know very like unspectacular moment, like no big moment. It was like nobody on, nobody out. And he goes from the windup, and that horrible, like, random noise plays over the loudspeaker. You have to please look up this video. You have to watch it. Look up. JJ puts noise. JJ Diamondback's noise. Yeah, something like that. 
We might as yeah. It's, it's important that I see this now. Oh my god, I I'm so happy that I'm showing this to you. You know what's funny because this is similar to like if poorly timed music distracts JJ Putts, is that it? No. JJ Putts no. mooing oh. sound. Yes. Got the start at shortstop last night and drove in three runs. With... What are you doing? Came in on a double switch in the last half inning. Justin has his batting average up to 273 for the year. What was that? just spikes it. All right, that was good. That was worth seeing. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> now, like, all right, say it, it's it's hard to separate the man from uh, from the moment, but say that literally any other pitcher blew up that bird the way that Randy Johnson did. That ball, like, and a plaque deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as much as anything if there's going to be a Hall of Fame. Uh, no, the tweet I saw said oh, that, that, that bird getting blown like, up by that ball is just as important as a Carlton Fisk home run. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, that ball might be in the Hall of Fame. You know, like, that yeah, they all time. Stuff. Yeah, like, 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 like the bat that, like, uh, Dick Gordon hit the home run after, like, uh, Fernandez died. Oh, like, yeah, that, no, I know the stuff for individual moments in. goes in. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to think oh, okay. of a uh, uh, specific. Yeah, thing. what else you want? I'm trying. I want Steve Bartman's headphones. We want, yeah, we want Bar- we, I, I want, uh, yeah, a, a, rather than uh, individuals, I want a collection of moments. That's what I'm getting in. The, yeah. Well, they definitely have the collection of moments. They definitely have a bunch of By saying, the way, I'm saying ban Steve the individuals. <laughs> yeah, none of them. Everyone out. I want Monument Park and Yankee Stadium thrown in the trash. The, the tweet I said uh, is that uh, seasons, individual seasons, like force of nature seasons from non-Hall of Famers should be up for like induction into the Hall of Fame as well. Quick hot take. Steve Bartman did nothing wrong at all. He didn't. That's not hot. You know, he just made a mistake. Reached a little too far. No, he didn't. No, he, <laughs> no, he didn't. He was, he was entirely in the stands. He didn't reach. If you go watch that video, and like really, he didn't reach out. No. He was completely within the stands. And there's eight other Cubs fans diving at the ball like with their arms. He and I'll tell you this. One that was and, front and center. the reaction of Cubs fans towards him and for many years after proved exactly why that organization did not deserve that World Series that they won. They're, they're animals, just pigs. Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, or Ugo, uh, you said that the Braves got Aaron I don't care. Yeah, no, no, I know. Um, no, I just want to differentiate between both Mikes. Um, you said that the Braves got Arenado, and then I was looking for it for like 10 minutes. They didn't get Arenado. You Arenado jerk. Was I was at work, and I was just like, he's, oh, fuck. He's pissed off. He says he feels no. betrayed by Rocky's I, ownership. No, I just wanted you to, I just wanted you to panic for a second. And if then, you uh, text me anything between like four and nine, I'm at work, and I'll just like believe what you say. I'll get the text, but I won't <laughs> be able to, yeah, no, that's funny. I'll let you work with that. That's the very cloud, funny. The cloud. Yeah, <laughs> cloud <laughs> bubble is forming. <laughs> Anything, huh? Yeah, Ed, yeah, especially sports related. Third plane is just at the World Trade Center. <laughs> oh, 
Every they time brought it back. Excellent. They brought it back just for today, but then they did it again. <laughs> they put up a uh, replica. What, this one's made tower? of balsa. <laughs> this is a, a one hundred percent, a one-one scale replica <laughs> of the World Trade Center, made of styrofoam. <laughs> and some asshole flew a plane into it as a as a goof. It's a big bit. Makes me sick. Uh, how do you feel about the, uh, Astros suspensions? Uh, oh boy, how deep do you want to go? First of all, uh, first of all, you don't owe me an apology or anything, but I remember when I first texted you about this happening. <laughs> Correct. They uncovered Correct, I do not. No, I know that. I, well, you wouldn't give me one anyway. Yeah. You know, now you're making me feel like I deserve one, but... <laughs> Uh, it's hard to be into thinking I should uh, just demand an apology. <laughs> it was, uh, you... I, I said it wasn't going to be a big deal. Like, ah. Yeah, and you said you didn't care. And then you you brought it up on the show not long after, and you just wrote it off like it was no big deal. And me, now news. we're here two months later, and it is... No, go back. I'll find it. I'm very petty. I'll find it, and... Uh, show you. You literally just rolled right past it. You were like, Astros are cheating. Mike, do you care? No, I don't either. Let's go. Yep. No, I, like, oh my mm. god. This, like, well, these guys didn't get fired. Like, the GM and the coaching get fired because they stole signs. They got fired because they got a one-year suspension. Yeah, and then it was just, it was, it was it's just not like a great use, convenient. Not, not a great use of money. Well, like, uh, I guess there must be something in their contract that uh, would prevent them from getting paid during that suspension, right? Like, they probably, there's probably some sort of, uh, yeah, but please then how don't do you... get caught in a uh, thing that becomes a league-wide embarrassment clause. They, I, it's, the whole thing is ridiculous. Um, on what scale, I, I can't fucking make the suspensions, I, you know, I think so far what they've done is pretty fair. Pinch, goodbye. Uh, GM, goodbye. You know, they all let it happen. Uh, the biggest thing that I'm in disagreement with, but I understand because their union, is that no players got Yeah, that's horseshit. In trouble. No players got. That's horseshit. That, they, should, they should be fielding a fucking AAA team this year. Every single t- person on that team should be suspended. That would hurt. You know that's what, what I, mean? I, I said. Death like, penalty, like they do. Uh, well, like almost never happens, but like in college, where they just have to yeah sit the whole season out. Like the Astros like, are that, the Astros are going zero in one sixty two in twenty twenty. Yeah. It's just an yeah. off day okay. for everybody. Which, by the way, would be fucking sick for those other teams. They'd be loving that. They, uh, Imagine yeah, having Mar- nineteen less games. And what you would do with all your extra time. They get bogged yeah, down some neoliberal like rules bullshit. It's like, well, in order to get paid, you still have to oh, they still have go to oh, Houston. Yeah. You so. still have to go. <laughs> you have they, to report for has, work. You have to sign the paper there. You still <laughs> if you don't hand up a if you don't hand in the lineup card, this doesn't count and you're all and you both lose. <laughs> yeah, everybody still has to go to work. It's like some some bullshit thing in school. It's like I know you have detention, but you still have to hand it. Yeah, you like, still gotta <laughs> check it. You still gotta <laughs> Like yeah, you get a call every uh, uh every Monday for unemployment. There's this gotta, there's this group at work. There's this it's like a school that comes in. It's you like gotta a say New York that City school. You gotta say that and, you've been looking for jobs. You have to say yeah, yeah, it's like, press it's like one, You gotta say into the phone, yes, I applied no, for at least five jobs. They do exactly that at work. They they have this the school that comes in, but when the weather's nice, they teach their like gym class outside in Central Park and when it's bad they come up to the gym. 
And uh, I stopped working in this group because I was tired of having my time wasted because the kids wouldn't come in, but they'd insist that we had to come to work in order to get paid. But they'd know at 7 a.m. they weren't coming. And he's like, why the fuck am I here? And it's like, they, they, yeah, really stupid. That's why I call it neoliberal bullshit because that's where I work. A lot of means testing. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> that's... The, uh... So they, you know, what they, they fired Hinch, they fired Lunell, and then they fined him $5 million, which is fucking nothing in terms of, you know, a, a team. Yeah, what, what, did the, what did the 22nd best player on the Astros give yeah, right. last year? Um, I also saw a tweet today, or right before we called you, uh, Mike, that, that said uh, Jim Crane is uh, in Houston at, like, a Houston press event winning uh, – Executive of the Year. <laughs> He's winning the award for Executive of the Year right now. Tonight. Are you kidding me? Not at all. I. That's. Uh, everybody's been talking about like, what if Bregman had beaten Trout for the MVP, and like the fucking uproar. I. I would have been mad if he won anyway, because I think Bregman's a fucking tool, but uh, it's only been amplified by the you know every how everything's went down. Especially if you've seen him like in his interviews about it, it's like uh, doesn't Altuve well, have an MVP? What's that? Doesn't Altuve have an MVP? I think so. I think he does. From twenty from twenty seventeen, the year that they was like the most egregious year. Like yeah, that was the, the trash can year. The damning video to me was the one with Jose Altuve where he refuses where to he, let where anybody he's, rip where his he's shirt. Pointing at his shirt and just like going like, no, do not fucking no. touch my shirt. That. And then he sprints into the locker room and changes into a ALCS champion T-shirt. Uh, and that's what boggles my mind so far is that, like, I think Manfred's already come out. Manfred's a piece of shit. But he's come out and said, like, there was no evidence of buzzers being used. That report surfaced, like, months ago when the first, like, trash can bang report came out that, that there were buzzers, too. But that was just very mild at the time because the the big, you know, the focus was on, hey, you know, we have tons of videos of trash cans banging, one for a slider, two for a changeup, none at all for a fastball. It's so funny and that every, that I, – not a, I, I can't stress how funny it is that that was the way that everyone decided that's what they were going to do. It's so cheap. It's so, like, easy to read, to, like – yeah, you figure. You know what? You figure that it works for two years. It is, but like, I I don't want to call it genius because you're at a baseball game with forty thousand people and there's tons of noise. People, you know, stomp on their seats or you know, clap their hands to chants. Kids bang on the top of the dugout all the time. You know, what I mean, people are always like wrapping their hands on top of the dugout. It's just like one of those things where I feel like it could have been like, you know, that could be coming from anywhere. I guess it could blend in well enough. There's a lot going on. I can't I can't decide what my favorite post, uh, athlete re- post is um, based on this, this scandal. I guess it's a scandal. Because um, there's this one with Tommy Pham. That Tommy Pham just loaded a picture of, uh, I think that's Jose Altuve. It might be Alex Bregman. Uh, into Microsoft Paint and just circled the buzzer in yellow on Microsoft Paint. It's really – I like that. I also like the CC Sabathia tweet where he uh, photoshopped a metal detector between Jose Altuve uh, 
in the uh, on deck circle and the the home plate. So you have to you know walk through the metal detector. I enjoyed that. That was good for an athlete. That's funny. CC Sabathia was at the Nets game last night. Yeah, you guys you hang out? Uh, no. I I wanted to ask him if he would come to Uncle Barry's after. He couldn't hear. Hey, is uh, is, is Rob Lowe go to the Super Bowl now? And for you guys, gotta... <laughs> I don't care what Rob Lowe does. He's not a good luck charm. Get out of here. <laughs> He wore an exactly. NFL hat. He didn't even like support the Niners. He wore a black hat that said NFL. He was Matt Damon in The Departed. Ridiculous. The hat. best meme. Did I send you the the meme that I found yesterday? I I know I sent it to Bill, but it was uh, it just said like uh, uh Lids employee one week ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah, you you could you could buy it, but I mean, you know, just to. Warning, I mean, it's really just like a display model. Nobody ever really buys that, and then it just cuts off, and it just says Rob Lowe, and it has the picture of him at that game with the NFL hat. Have I ever told my Lids story on here? I don't think so. It doesn't really involve me. I was just in Lids when this happened. Um, <laughs> it was, I think it was the Lids in Quaker Bridge Mall, and I was in there just looking around, and a guy like just sticks his head in and just looks around at everything and just goes, Man, Liz fell off. And the guy behind the counter just went, Liz did not fall off. Second time I heard that today. <laughs> get, get out of here with your bullshit. Liz is going strong. <laughs> and it's just like, first of all, it's not Liz's fault. Like the, the you know, it, Logo Athletic is making all the hats. Logo Athletic has fallen off. Or whoever. New Era. Lids is falling. Logo Athletic doesn't make uh, many hats these days. I don't believe they exist. That's like the uh, the store equivalent of tweeting at a comedian to say they're not funny anymore. It's like you know they can, like they can see this. Well, it's not necessary. Yeah. uh, Who's this for? Speaking of comedians, I get to go see uh, Chrissy D, Chris DiStefano in AC this weekend. I saw that uh, the 9-11 story thing. That was pretty funny. I liked the 9-11 story, where his dad just goes in and threatens the principal. That's fun. He's, uh, I watch his special, too. He, I just think he's a funny guy. As the Prez would say, he got a lot of high energy. Go ahead, about Gabe Kapler. Uh, got a kind of non-sequitur to get into it, but I, I think it's really funny. This is a Jessica Kleinschmidt tweet. 
Um, she's uh, sampling from an article in the Mercury News. I'm waiting for it to load by Ryan Gorsey. But the the paragraph that she tweeted said, Kapler credits a Moon Park nutrition class for teaching him the importance of eating right. While his team stops at McDonald's on the way back from a game at Cuesta College in uh, San Luis, oh boy, San Luis Obispo, uh, Kapler <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Kapler, having forgotten to pack his usual tuna on rye sandwich, peeled the skin off all 40 of his chicken nuggets. I Psycho behavior. Psycho behavior. Who's he working for now? I'm trying to formulate, like, the, the Giants. I'm trying to formulate, like, what I'm thinking right now. Brandon, that's a really funny tweet. I'm not giving you a reaction that it deserves, but, like, if there's a story that... You know, I made you that you told me, and I had to guess like, uh, what was the, what was the celebrity uh, showdown with the tic tac toe game show? I just uh, had to guess if Hollywood it was like squares? A truth or a lie. Hollywood squares. If I had just had to guess if that was like truth or a lie, I would have no idea where to go on that one because <laughs> it sounds like, like. Oh, man. Having forgotten Down to pack through. his usual tuna on rye, he peeled the skin off all forty chicken nuggets. That I just oh can't God. imagine. What's it? Why is it worth it? So you're gonna peel off the breading, which is probably the only natural thing on that nugget, <laughs> and then eat the eat the uh, the the cooked fried pink goo that they cooked it. You ever see chicken nuggets made? Well, they, are they, they don't use the goo anymore. They've they've gotten past the goo, or such is my understanding. They definitely talk about how the it's 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 more chicken than it used to be. <laughs> not as much pink goo, but not it's. I, I don't think you would uh, want to see it happen. In any case, you can get four nuggets for a dollar through the app right now, so that's pretty good. Get a little bit of hot mustard. You're in business. Mm. Oh, good dip. That's right. Hot mustard, that's the number one dip to me. Uh, you guys want to oh, talk sauces dip, for a little Very while. Underrated. I'm happy to have that conversation. Mm. Did you, so you, uh, I, I zoned out for a second. You said at McDonald's you like the hot mustard? I'm a, I like the hot mustard. I like the spicy sweet uh, chili sauce? Or the oh sweet and sour God. sauce. Sweet and sour sauce. Oh, my God. Sweet and sour sauce is all right. Hey. Mike, what do we do with this kid? What do you like? What? Huh? Uh, I like I like the hot mustard. Oh, original, good. I got mm, I'll tell you what I also like. Yeah, honey. Yeah, I like the honey. Yeah, he's right there. <laughs> he's correct there. <laughs> That's yeah, tough guy. Fantastic. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, I feel so bad. On Wednesdays when I play trivia, I always get back to Greenpoint with like it, McDonald's is one of those restaurants. I don't feel bad going into McDonald's with ten minutes to close. Like. I'll be out of there in less than 10 minutes. Any other what normal McDonald's restaurant. do you know that it closes? The Greenpoint McDonald's closes at midnight. Oh, Jesus. Never mind. I thought so it was like 4 a.m. Our McDonald's. It used to be uh, during the weekend, I think it's like 1 or 2. It used to be 11, but then they updated the whole thing. People um, used to get their hair cut in there, but times yeah, have changed. Yeah, it was a fucking nightmare in there for a long time. It was the worst I McDonald's in New York City for a long time. I loved it. I loved every second of it. There was not a time. Now that... look, it doesn't say a lot of good things about our society that so many of the things that happened in that McDonald's happened in there. But like when Brian was in there and that's when oh someone like fell off a table 
because of drugs and someone was just screaming at them for like this is how you behave you do this in public and that and while that was happening you just hear the like of of like clippers being turned on and someone is <laughs> just getting their hair cut on the other side of the McDonald's. They found an outlet. This is unrelated. This is unrelated, unrelated. to the freak out happening. Correct. I New York fast food is so good. It's, it's just it's wild. There's just when the lowest common denominator. When I there. was I was in the the the, four, the 14th Street Wendy's. Like it has that sort of like a uh, um, you know uh, wraparound sort of uh, um, like like when you're at the airport like that sort of uh, maze that you run through that scares the shit out of me all the time, dude. The that is an airtight box, so when the air temperature changes and the pressure changes, it pops, and it happens. Uh, there's no accounting for when it's going to happen, and it is always scary. I hate it. In any what, case, what is what is it? It's a it's an am, it? it's an ammo box I got from Harry's Army Navy, the place where outdoor fun begins. Mm-hmm. And I it's full. I don't even know what's in it. Probably nothing of value. But I like the box, and it works as a um, it, it is air and water tight. Nice Should I ever need that? You. And it is a nice bookend. Okay, it's a bit of the Wendy's. Oh boy, try that again. Take that one again. In, in any case, I'm in the Wendy's. A guy gets to the front of the line. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding. Uh, you know what? It was the clams. <laughs> Stop the clams. <laughs> Tear my insides up. It's, it's just makeup. <laughs> in any case, I'm in the Wendy's. I see the a, a guy is blocking the line by arguing about something to the to the register. It's unclear what's happening, and the guy behind him just sort of shoves through him to get to the other register and a confrontation oh. between them begins. And the the police are already there responding to a separate incident. <laughs> and after like these guys are just screaming at each other and the police come up just like, gentlemen, is there a problem? By the way, the the the, the issue that was they were looking the first, the second guy was trying to avoid having to wait in line, they're both blocking the front line. No one can get past them while this is happening. The police come up just like, gentlemen, what's the problem here? And then they both explain their side of it. And again, no one can do anything while this is happening because now two men and two police officers are blocking the line. And you have the guy who uh, who apologized, by the way. One did apologize and the other absolutely refused it. He stuck his hand out to shake it and he slapped it away. And you hear and the one guy just goes, officer, officer, officer. Is there any legal way I can start kicking this guy's ass right now? <laughs> and, then, and then they get they get separated, and you just hear that same guy just going, "I'm in shock! I'm in shock!" <laughs> like just over and over again. And just like yeah, and and then uh, my friend from work was in there a few weeks ago, and a guy just started punching this shit out of the like credit card processing machine, and said he's coming back with a gun. Oh, that's good. <laughs> just like, yep, and this is just what it is. I the doors always open. There's a bunch of seats, and everything's really cheap. And as such, you're going to get all manner of people in there. Some of them 
a legitimate danger to themselves and others. I I feel re- I felt really bad for a while. It must have calmed down quite a bit. But for all the Popeyes employees, uh, after the chicken sandwich oh came out, oh my god, no, they they all should have gotten a lot more of it. That's I mean, there's no stronger case for forming a union. Yeah, <laughs> right. It will. I uh, I went to try and get a chicken sandwich from there one day because I hadn't had it yet, and I went in. And it was probably like three in the afternoon. And I looked this woman in the face to order one, and she just, like, completely dead in her eyes. Just absolutely no light back there. No chicken sandwich till five. Like, but there's no chicken sandwich right now? I was like, no chicken sandwich till five. And I heard, Uh, like, three people in front of me do the same thing. She's just been saying that all day. So I went up, and I I was like, I can't leave now. I have to get something. So I got, like, a three-piece. Still good chicken, but it's not the chicken sandwich. No, I haven't had the sandwich yeah, yet. I'll get around to it. It's really good. Yeah, it's. I was gonna say it is really fucking good. It lives up to the hype. It's I so bought, good. I got. I got a. I've only had it once, but I got. Well, I guess technically I've had it twice, but I got it in the same day. If that makes sense, or at twice the same then. time. So I ordered. I was there, and I said, I I drove here. I'm not coming back if I like this sandwich, so I got one regular and one spicy, and I ate them both. They were both very good. I think I enjoyed better, the spicy though. one. I'd go for some, I, could, yeah. I would enjoy have, have two sandwiches right now. I wish I had two it's sandwiches. On, it's on Grubhub. I got four different kinds Popeye. of cereal at the moment. That's just pretty good. Uh, I don't know what we should talk about next. I didn't read an Astros tweet that I really wish I did. Should I just read it anyway? This one? Sure. Oh, yeah. This uh, yeah, th- th- this is a good way to cap it all off. Yeah. All right. Uh, from at Kyle Newbeck. He said, Apex Sports Radio called just now on Mark Reese WIP. That was bad. Um, a guy argued Americans should be pro-Astros cheating because we would, quote, all be speaking Japanese if America didn't steal signs during World War II. Okay. I'm on. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I side with this guy. <laughs> it's completely correct. Back to back World War champs. This is, I mean, you can, if you look at the context, they're both very relatable. You know what I mean? One was a, uh, a war that killed thousands upon thousands. Uh, the Navajo Code, talk, you know, the Wind Talkers, Mike. And the other one's a, uh, you know, a, a silly game where grown men smack each other on the butt. So. <laughs> oh, 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 OBJ smacked a cop on the butt and they tried to arrest him for oh. it. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I, I know that the uh, uh, arrest warrant was issued, but did they give up? Um, well, they first wanted to charge him with, like, by a mile, the worst thing that they could charge him with, and a judge just turned it down out of hand. So now it's, like, I forget what the actual charge ended up being, but I think now that they've just dropped it. Because they were just, like, an, a, an arrest warrant has been issued for Odell Beckham. Attempted and murder. Like, and just, like, it was just a misdemeanor, so you can't just, like, go get him from wherever he's at. You would just, like, have to come back. Which would be pretty funny if he had to go back to New Orleans for a game, and there's just, like, Cops waiting at the hotel. He's like, "Sir, you're coming with us." Mr. It'd be Beckham, like, a, yeah, it's like how Diego Maradona couldn't go back to Italy because, like, every time he did, they would just like take his watch because of how much he owed the Italian government. <laughs> what did he uh, the Italian government for? 
tax evasion. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes sense. I haven't, watched, I haven't watched the Maradona documentary yet. I've heard it's so good. I didn't see the Aaron Hernandez when I would see that. Just been too lazy to watch it. Uh, I started watching it the other day. It's, I, I, I don't even want to watch it because I fell asleep during it the other night. Um, I, I don't fucking care. He's a murderer. I really don't want to hear about. I yes, I feel bad that football probably fucking caused a bunch of head injuries to this guy, and they said that you know, the part in his brain where it, like decision making is made had like gaping holes in it. That should be a more broader. You know, we shouldn't have to look at a documentary on. Yeah, we can look at that while he's alive to like realize this. We should take a look at the whole sport in general. I really think. Football's going to be around for a long time just because of how much money he makes, but I'm serious. Like, I really think like a big upheaval of it could happen. You know what I mean? Well, if, hopefully not before the Super Bowl because exactly. my boys are No. Playing. Let's hope that they have one more game. One more game. The Pro Bowl. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Pro Bowl. Sunday. All those Vikings and Packers play. Oh, my Vikings fan. It would be funny if care. the whole – <laughs> the league just rolled itself up before I got one more Super Bowl to yeah, watch. Yeah, just yeah, like the uh, uh, AAF. It was just like, well, whoops, <laughs> sorry, got, everyone Holy got an, everyone got an email, and uh, we're all unemployed. <laughs> did you watch an AAF game? Have, did you did you ever watch one? Yeah, I watched. Oh, we, one watched we yeah, was regarded well, as like the best one. Me and a couple other dipshits oh from God, the internet were bad. ironic uh, San Diego Fleet fans. Although I think at some point it crossed over to actually giving a shit, and we um, uh, we managed to pick a, a few. If you go back, um, to, I don't know, probably like episode five of the and show. I actually remember it was episode seven. It's our most downloaded episode. Well, all right, it's called Fleet Freak because uh, we we're. Uh, calling ourselves fleet freaks and everyone was on the marts out bandwagon to get mike marts fired as head coach of the san diego fleet because his mismanagement was costing us games <laughs> hashtag marts out no that was good uh while we're here while you mentioned a previous episode this is number 50 five zero wow mike uh, what's that is that our silver anniversary hold my hand what are those things to do Hold my hand. There you go. Pretty warm. It's yeah. gotten better in here. I'll I'm not you. letting go. You keep trying to let go. Fine. Fucking let go. Do Mike, what was your... <laughs> Mike, what's your favorite episode that we've done? My favorite episode that we've done... Uh... Hmm. Do you want me to start? I don't listen back to them generally, yeah, so, so you I just have to remember. So I, I'm just go, trying to remember what the hardest I laughed at anything was, and I'm gonna say the hardest I laughed at anything was definitely one of the parody songs, but I don't remember which or why. Yeah, I was gonna say the Kipo episode where we did the the Lions parody. I really enjoyed, and the Amendola parody that he brought to us. That Amendola song. That Amendola is so song stupid. was really rough. Amendola. Um. Yeah, that was that was fun. First was... of all, half the lyrics are still just the same lyrics to Hallelujah. <laughs> and everyone, all like four singers involved in that are all exactly the sort of like people like American Idol, like people people that would absolutely try to get on a singing show on television. Yeah, good enough to sing at a bar who are the and worst nowhere else. People with the worst personalities. Uh possible. Now, other Mike, I know that you 
you might be the biggest fan we got. You're out. You're up there with us. What, what was your favorite episode from our 50 so far? Do you have a favorite? Uh, there was an episode, if I really remember, I, my, I see I blend them all together a lot because like, I just think of my favorite moments. Well, I've listened so to each episode like four what... times. So if you tell me what happened, I could tell you when it was. Uh, so there was a one where you guys started talking about A24 movies. And, that was pretty and... recently. Nah, I don't know. How long has the show been going on? A year. Almost a year? No, a year. A uh, year and 20 days. I want to I say this is back like over the summer or maybe the fall. So maybe somewhat recently, but I don't know. I can't remember. You just told me you would remember. And you've lied to me. Well, you do. I need more details. Uh... I don't remember much. You were talking about A24 movies, and I was screaming in, the, at my, in my car. Uh, I was mad. Basically, I, I liked it because I was mad at you in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you were like, A24, who does, who does that? And I remember I had been screaming at you to watch Hereditary forever, and that was an A24 movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure what I'm... Yeah, it was an A24. It was, because it's Ari Aster, and I think everything he does is A24. Um, so I think it might be his company, actually, but I'm not sure. Uh, and I was, like, screaming at you to watch Hereditary. And I think you either did watch it or just watched it. And you were like, A24, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I acknowledge that Hereditary is very good. Like, I hate... I hated Hereditary. It just, like, in terms of just, like, being extremely uncomfortable for two hours. Like, oh, I have, my God. I have no desire to revisit that movie ever. I can't watch it again. I think about it I constantly, can't. which, I mean, I know it's very good. I just want, I don't need it in my life anymore. Yeah, I think about that scene. The rare, rare, rare scene. Oh, the, God. A lot. I couldn't like walk around my house at night like in the middle of the night without being fucking terrified for like weeks like two weeks and I just remember I would like get that feeling and I would get back to bed and I would just go man that must have been a really good movie for me to like them, you know, for me to be terrified them cutting back to the head after like they find the, the, the body like I really wouldn't have expected anyone to do that like, you know, yeah. everyone saw what happened. God, yeah, no, and that was so that jarring. go back yeah. to it and just let the camera linger on it for a long time I, is that, wild. As far as, like, and movie deaths are concerned, that was as surprised as I've ever been. That was... Uh, yeah, I screamed. I, like, not like a horror, like a girl. He's like, oh, shit. Not like a girl. I want to be clear. I'm a man. <laughs> First and foremost. Not, not, like a, not like a startled... No... I meant it like not, you know, not like the like the like like Ned Flanders, the Ned Flanders Ned, shriek. Ned Flanders, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I that's what I meant, like the, like a shriek. I just that came up because you knew what happened. You know what I mean? You knew something bad happened. Yeah. Like, but first time seeing it, I, I watched it alone. I just I had to watch it because I like had seen previews for it a long time ago, and I was like, man, this movie looks really good. I have no idea what's going on though from the trailer. The trailer gave nothing away. Yeah. Like you watch if you go back and watch the trailer, you're like, I don't have have a clue what this movie is about, but it's it like, looks I'm guessing creepy. something bad happens. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's 
yeah, whatever it is, it's not good. And if and, I'm going to uh, watch this whole thing, something better, you know? I don't want to do this for nothing. Uh, so, you know, obviously, we've all seen the movie. Something happens there. Obviously, the girl is, you know, probably dead. You know, you hope for the best, obviously, but... <laughs> I just want everyone to. I just. I just want everyone in hereditary to have a safe <laughs> time. I just want everyone to. Obviously, like it's fun to be scared sometimes, but in the end, I want everyone to just walk away unharmed. I just had a like a real soft spot for that character because the girl just or the boy, she was the little, the girl. Okay, just because she was like the little sibling, and you know, obviously, like, um. Yeah, had some like some kind of deformity, like oh, you she, know whether it was just like the vessel. Uh, yeah, and yeah, obviously now you know you know that. So I was like, when you find out she was a little demon at the end, you're like, oh okay. But uh, you know, bitch deserved to get her head lopped off. But now when when they when that popped up on the screen, I was sitting here alone watching it. I just went, oh my god! <laughs> like, just, well, like. You know, the and and like the immediate like aftermath of of that, which by the way, I th- I really think him just driving home and just not doing anything about it, and then just sitting there, is like, uh, uh th- that that relatable. Th- that yeah, feels like yeah. They're just like uh, I, I I I do think that was a very good portrayal of what someone in that situation might do. Um, yeah. Uh, and then. Tony Collette's just wailing, like for just oh uninterrupted for a very long time is fucking oh brutal, and like I can't, I can't, I can't, I just I can't deal with like the, that is, uh, as as far as any sort of portrayal of grief goes, her just 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 like I just want to die, <laughs> just like that is is yeah. She, it's oh too my much. god, she I can't have it. I can't nailed it. No, from that, it was so weird, man. It's so, I'm so glad you said that, the like being uncomfortable thing, because it wasn't like that the movie was, you know, like, like the ring or like, you know, like a Halloween. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was like, I'm just like uneasy for the first however long of the movie, and then that scene happens, and then it is just pure, like, discomfort. Like, I don't feel well like the rest of the movie. I yeah. don't even feel good. Like, like, uh, like the the scares, my like hurts. the scares, and say like, uh, do you watch a Haunting of Hill House? No. But like that's that's fun. Like that's heavy, and it's got like a big sort of like family element to it, like that, and it definitely has quite a lot to do with like, uh, like grief and mental illness and all that. But like the scares in that are fun. Like that, like it, that's still, uh, it's still cool. To me, but um, uh, despite it's like heavier themes, but yeah, like uh, Hereditary is just relentlessly brutal and uh, oh my unenjoyable, God. no matter how affecting it is. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, that, yeah. You don't enjoy watching that movie. Midsummer is on uh, Amazon Prime now, and if you like movies, uh, uh, it was. I, I couldn't believe I think I told you guys this I maybe I know I told uh Nab this. Uh but so me and my boss actually went and saw Midsummer and 
in theaters, and as soon as it was over, we just looked at each other, and at like the same time, we both just said, "Man, what the hell's wrong with that guy?" <laughs> and uh, I, sw- I, dude, I swear to God, I couldn't believe it. Like, I go home that day, or like the next morning, I wake up, and Ari Aster is doing the AMA on Reddit, and I was like, huh. "Oh my God." Like, it was like you know, the first question, if I ever had a chance it? to answer this guy a question, come number one comment. Hey man, you okay? <laughs> he just said no. I was like, all right, that, that sums it up. Yeah, midsummer's uh, midsummer's a, a little bit more like lighthearted. Is you know a little relatively uh, speaking. Like it, yeah, I almost watched it the other day. I didn't. At least there's like I want to see. There's it. elements of like there's plenty of like elements of like comedy like in there, like a little you know comedic relief if. You know, if you want to call it that, it's still fucking super strange and uncomfortable. But it's uh, if you like Hereditary and you don't want to feel like totally fucking sick, you just want to feel a little weird. And it's I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I when it comes to these things, like I don't. It's not really what I what I look for in entertainment is to be challenged like uh, like that. And and like that is what uh, my girlfriend loves. Like that is the, like the all of those movies are the things that she wants to see. Whereas I am just like, I'm just trying to uh, I'm just trying to chill, you know. I feel you, Doug. <laughs> uh, watch once, we watched like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Dodgeball? Sunday. Now that see. Would you watch? That's now that's entertainment. Uh, Once upon oh, a time in Hollywood. No, so before we started uh, recording, uh, Brandon doesn't want me to talk about Once no, Upon a no, Time no, no. in Hollywood. Before we started recording, I was talking about how Day. our old friend, uh, we'll just, I'll just call him K to leave him out of it. Oh, um, it was was texting me again. A man who I asked to stop mm-hmm. texting me uh, sometime around the Mueller report. <laughs> When when he would just text me out of nowhere, I'd wake up and he's a fisherman, so he'll wake up at like five a.m. Been on it for hours by the time you're awake. And I'll wake up at like nine, and it'll just like fourteen texts. He's like, "Woo, woo, fake news, baby! Did you see the Trump press conference?" He was like, "Yeah, you could Dems are done now." Another loss. Another loss. Another. Yeah, another huge loss for the Dems. And he was just like, he texted me about the Mueller report, like, in my head. I think he texted me about it, like, two or three days in a row with just, like, all caps. And I I, I just said to him, just after the second or third day of it, I was like, stop, lose my number for a while. I don't need this. Also, just like, it's like, hey, you want to update me about your life? Please feel free to text me. But if this is all you want to do. Find someone else. Also, just like you know, that me and you probably agree on more of this trial than disagree. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, but I, I asked her what movies he's seen lately, and uh, he was he, no. he's a very good at pirating and streaming movies. Apparently, so he's seen pretty much all of them. And his movie takes are wild. He really enjoyed Red Sparrow. Hated uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, what are, did he give reasons for what he hated about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I was just trying to like because I bet it's hysterical. Whatever he didn't like about it is going to be very um, funny. I said yeah, it's going to be something that is you never you can't possibly guess. Terminator was all right. The Irishman was good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the worst movie ever. Um, and then he explained to me how he gets all these movies, and he said he hated Ad Astra. He said he liked Gemini, the Will Smith movie. Gemini Man. Oh, Gemini Man. Did that go this straight is, uh, to the DVD? 
mm, I don't know. I've been seeing an Red Sparrow amount good too. of uh, commercials for the DVD, which implies to me that it did not have a theatrical release. Uh, Joker was good. I haven't seen 1917. I don't know what Jojo Rabbit is. Jojo uh, Rabbit he said, is but the, then he like, said, the uh, read musical. that for me, right by my thumb. They don't make star-studded movies anymore. It's 2020, Brendan. They don't make star-studded movies anymore. Oh, you got a vape too? What is that? What does that no. say? Who's... This is, uh, uh... No. Whose signature is that? So... <laughs> so, after... <laughs> after, uh... Trump wouldn't get the... Alabama thing about the hurricane, whatever the, the hurricane was... Oh, God, that was Trump's signature on that pen. When he... <laughs> When he drew the, when he drew the, <laughs> do you remember what he drew on the map? Yes, the Alabama hurricane. He drew the circle. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine being in that room with him and like he just sees the map and they go, "All right, sir, here's the map of the projected route of the hurricane," and he just says, mm. and he just. Grabs a marker, <laughs> and just goes at it, and draws this loop. Like, what do you? You're on his staff. What do you do? Quit. Yeah, just go like I yeah, leave. No. Just like that's certainly no. a possibility. Uh, uh, no. look, that's what you have to say. Something like no, no wrong answers here. <laughs> We're just spitballing. Worst thing that happens I, is I they're agree. too prepared. It's you're right, sir. We do need I to prepare have, for every eventuality. I asked Belkovich. He just said he was set. Sir, that's excellent. That is an excellent idea. Like, excellent job. Just compliment him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, um, they don't make. Oh, I'm, I'm really caught stuck on him saying that they don't make star-studded movies anymore. Yeah, Kurt said it's 2020. They don't make star-studded movies. It was like, yeah. Ocean's it. 8 came out last year. <laughs> Every like, Marvel movie. <laughs> Every Marvel movie. The Avengers came out this year. Once Upon a Time in Once Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't have like fucking five of the like, most highest-billed actors. Like, it has Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Two of the most yeah. famous people alive. Uh, and probably, of as far as actors go, I would say... Two of the three most famous actors. All right, let's Easily. let's try let's try this exchange right here. Uh, he says to me, "I see videos of like Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens talking to members of the House, Senate, General Assembly. I don't know those people. How do those instances come about? LOL. Like, how do these how do they get a platform to talk to these people? He's like, are you asking me how Ben Shapiro like gets to talk to congressmen? He's like, yeah. How do they how they get to talk to congressmen? Ben Shapiro." for better or worse, is a, a a member of the legitimate news media. Right. And I was like, he has I, an agent like, or he they... He has, he has a... Yeah, he, they, well, they, there is a credentialed reporter. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I said something along those lines. I was like, he either has an agent that reaches out to them or... And this is the line he, he attached it, attached to a bit. I was just like, he's got a big audience. Like, I can imagine these congressmen reaching out to him to try and get a piece of his, uh, of his audience. And he said, I doubt Dems would want to get a piece of that because normally they get owned. I'm like, well, all right. I guess. I don't think that they really, any of these guys are looking for a tough interview. Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts Brendan. don't care about you. I, I can't imagine listening uh, to I, Ben Shapiro and uh, liking him. I got a question. Cause my, a, my he is a wiener. To me, I don't, was it Trump that started the, like the, 
the abbreviation to Dems. I mean, I've heard it before. No. But like, you know, and he used it a lot. Like, just like, you know, it's like a curse word now. Like, the Dems. Ooh, and, like, ooh if Dems. He, if, he, if, he, <laughs> like, if he says that at a rally, and he says Dems, that's like, oh, God, that's a bad reaction you're getting. So, like. Best not you know, coming here talking about thought, Dems. I asked my boss about it like a while ago. So now he refers to me as a pub. But like nobody says pub. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why don't why don't the dead use pub? I think that's just as good as a abbreviation. What it what is it? Ah, pub P U P Pub. The pub. Pub. Like repub. Repub oh. like, like the pub. Oh. Yeah, it's, oh. uh, it's not as uh snappy, you know. Yeah, like reps. The, rep, reps the, and rep, dumbs. Rebs. Reb you got that's what I I don't know. These things just get shortened mostly for Twitter. So you just want to brevity and clarity. That's what you're looking for. These, I'll tell you what. I call them all clowns. These clowns in Congress. You believe these guys? You see in your You see what Congress did today? Oh, I don't even want to get into it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna try to have a lot of conversations like that going forward. Um, where you just like ignore the how like engaged everyone is politically with with Trump and just have try to have conversations where like these guys Congress these they just gotta get it they gotta work together they gotta <laughs> yeah it's just a... <laughs> I'm just telling you I was watching the news I'm it doesn't sick. seem to me that any of these guys yeah, are coming here to play ball not, yeah just having no idea what's happening. I think that would be good. There, there yeah. was, it seems to me you need two pieces of bread to make a sandwich, and I don't know. That's just me. That the the one dipshit that I worked with, Romas, at the at the car dealership when he came in, and like I had like, was watching like CNN eating lunch like ahead of the 2012 election. And he's like, "What's going on in the news? This regular political propaganda." And it's like you are one of the dumbest people I've ever met. <laughs> and just like we're not having this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, the Democrats blast us in the ass and the Republicans that are going to blast us in the ass. What was that from? Oh, he's funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. That passes uh, as that, that passes as very good insight, I would say, with about 85% of people. And that is why the Bernie Sanders yeah. is not a real Democrat attack means nothing. Nothing. <laughs> because if you just go call your uncle and just say, I'll tell you, a Democrat and a Republican, just give me a beer, right? And they'll just go, that's right. <laughs> uh, I think that's where we're going we're gonna to button this one up because I was talking to uh, Hugo Feza, um, and We didn't uh, do anything. What? It's been 70 minutes. You gotta edit these better and take. We gotta do like. I will five not have that set. commentary. We cut down, and cut out all the baseball talk, leave in just the hereditary <laughs> discussion, and and then we can go yeah, another half about hour. Hereditary, hereditary for fifteen uh, minutes. Cut, Unless no, you guys want to talk about this I get the like gap video. I cut the hereditary. Once we get the gap video. That's what the LSU football team filmed in the White House. Oh, tr- oh, oh, the the rap the rap video. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I was just gonna ask. Uh, did you see the? Like the the speech for the LSU players, that was really good. No, I did not see the speech. You he know just gave him like the. I uh, I just well sometimes I wish that you that you would, but uh, <laughs> you 
you need to appreciate you need to appreciate his speaking for, like while we have it it's you're gonna miss it you're gonna regret it if you don't um, uh i've had enough it's been three years. He's funny. I'm had, willing to give him more credit than most Democrats will, because most Democrats just like my dad just immediately just call him an asshole, and you can't even speak to him about it. Like I think it can be funny. I think that it's a balance. Uh, he he was doing the thing where he talks to like everybody as if they're like little children. Like you know, he's like, you know what? I think we might take him in the Oval Office. Would you like that? Would everybody like that? <laughs> You know, you want to I think so. I'll take we'll take it to the Oval Office, and you know, he just starts describing things in there. He goes, and "You could take some pictures behind the Resolute desk. A lot of lot of presidents have sat behind there. Some good, some not so good. Yeah, and a little bit of laughter. And he goes, "I'll tell you what, Dick, you got a good one now. Cheers. You know what I mean? Very Followed good, sir. Cheer. Coach O gives him gives." Coach O gives a, a you know a fist pump, and uh, he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "And would you believe it? They're trying to impeach the son of a bitch in third person, talking about himself." And that got a rousing you know applause. I can't imagine. I wonder what the political balance is in LSU football players. Uh, I I'd say lean heavily right. <laughs> I bet I bet they're not into politics, but I bet you like like they like Trump. That's from Louisiana. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. P- players are the people involved at the university. <laughs> who, yeah, it depends. The, the people who are getting paid <laughs> or, the, or the players. Because um, I, I think fan, fan base, I'm sure, skews uh, uh, heavily. I mean, well, uh, college football fan base in general is probably the most conservative fan base of anything, except for perhaps, I don't know. NASCAR. NASCAR. But even then, um, NASCAR... NASCAR basically doesn't exist anymore. I mean, when's the last time you heard anything about NASCAR? The the five hundred's coming up, so you're gonna see commercials for it. But otherwise, like, who's the who, who's the last NASCAR champion you can name? I I don't know if I can name a current driver. Jimmy Johnson's the football coach. Is he also the driver? He is also the driver. Thank he God. won quite a lot of NASCAR championships. But it was a while. But ago. I don't know if he's still driving. Is he still? Killed that guy. Tony Stewart also won. Dale Earnhardt no. Jr. retired. Yeah, so I got nothing. Jeff Gordon retired. Cal, Cal, Cal. Cal Spears. There's a Cal. No, that's the DraftKings guy. Cal like Naughton or something like that. No, that that's 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 Ricky Bobby. That's Cal <laughs> Hell yeah, that's, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm heating that's up. That's John C. Riley. I'm warming up. <laughs> Uh, I know yeah, Martin I Truex Jr. I, won like two years ago, and my dad was excited about it because my dad knows his dad. Nice, Carl. That's I have the like, that's the one that have I have tenuous NASCAR connections in my family. My dad uh, tells a story about in like I think he's in like Flemington. He's doing tires for whatever like short track races going up there because like they were like the tire supplier like for the people at the oh. track. So they'd be up there, and they knew Ray Evernham, who uh, was always involved there, and like he was gonna be becoming like a NASCAR crew chief. Um, and he's just like, "Here, I want you to meet this guy. He's gonna be huge." And it was Jeff Gordon, <laughs> in, in like 1992. 
and my dad's just like this guy and he, like he's just this like 90 pound man with the worst mustache you'd ever seen and just like yeah right because <laughs> if if you look at pictures of him when he was very young he looked like dog shit it's so funny jeff gordon was a little guy he was it uh, as far as he hosted snl i do now that you mention it yeah that's one of the no weirder, personality that's one of on the that weirder man. things Oh, he seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy, sure. He'd be nice in a very. Oh, little... Gordon. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. I remember, rather. I don't think it's not, not uh not as bland as say I don't know, uh, Jason Witten or whatever. Oh, Greg Olson. What about him? I just like there's like a, a clamoring for him to be like a, an analyst. I think he's already got like a deal in place. I just, like, remember he was, like, the fucking most boring person in the world. Hell of a jawline on that right. guy, I'll tell you. Oh, my God. I'll tell you on that before. That got his shot in the past postseason this year. He's taking a uh, meteoric rise in the broadcasting world. Jeff Francoeur got to broadcast playoff games or be in the booth of playoff games already in only his second year. Seriously? I'll tell you what. Well, my, yeah, Mike, is, he's a lifelong Jeff Francois fan. Oh, my fan. God. Yeah, Mike is. Yeah. Because they did convince uh, him that that guy was deaf. He's very stupid. <laughs> uh, Frank, oh, he's so lovable, though. And he just, I think I told you guys this once, but, like, he was in the booth when he was in for 2018, was his first year, and they had him on, like, he wasn't the everyday guy, but he was in there pretty, like, fairly routinely. Like, they'd have him in there once a home series, at least. And uh, he would just be telling his story. Like, he'd be like, they'd be playing the Padres. And uh, they'd be like, oh, well, you remember the days with, you know, Tony Gwynn and Rob, you know, uh, Kevin Brown and, uh, you know, whatever. Like, all the old Padres, and they would just tell a story. And Jeff Rancor would be like, I'd be like, I remember this one time we were down in San Diego and uh, we just, we just won on Saturday night and we had clinched. And, uh, you know, Bobby told us, uh, all right, guys, you know, way, way to get it done. But, you know, we're still playing for home field. So nobody go out. You know, we can't go out tonight and get wild, right? I know we're in San Diego, but we can't go out tonight and get wild. Yeah, come back, play sharp tomorrow. We got a quick turnaround day game tomorrow. All right? So we can't go out getting hammered. And then he just Frank Corps said, Well, we went out that night. We got hammered. <laughs> 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 a lot of his stories would be like that's a very basic one, but a lot of them would be like they're, that. They're basically all the same. So he told me, Don't you dare go get drunk. So I got <laughs> so let me tell you what I did. So three hours later, I'm hammered drunk. He comes, he finds like, me there. I hit him in his face. I tell him, shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. I'm drinking. Like, yeah. You must be crazy. Anyway, I pissed myself. It would, <laughs> it would be, like, you know. We went like, three for five the done. next day. You know, uh, Leo Mazzoni said, Leo came out to the mound and he said, uh, Tom, you better not hit this guy. All right, well, Tommy comes up and he just drills him 90 miles an hour right in the back or whatever, like. Yeah, it would just be stuff like that, like, over and over again. Frank Corr is really funny. I fucking love him. I still have his jersey. Where is it? It's somewhere. 
I still got I, the seven. I do, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's worth mentioning a bit because it's a couple years old, but he was on a minor league baseball team, and the minor league baseball players decided to play a trick on Jeff Francoeur, and they just pretended one of the players was deaf, one of the pitchers. And he just gave a bunch of interviews about it, just talking about how inspirational it was that because because hearing was such a big part of what we have to do out there, how inspirational it was that he could like pitch and be like such an active contributor to the team all the time, and he was deaf. It was just amazing. He's like he's not in the way on fly balls, like unbelievable stuff, and just him finding out in like the middle of a game that he wasn't deaf is really it's just a delight. I I do love that sort of thing when um. I can't remember which Dodger player it was who uh, gave an interview, a post-game interview, and had Manny Ramirez with him and had Manny Ramirez translate everyone for him, a guy who famously um, d- doesn't care to speak English ever. <laughs> and, um, uh, and he had, he had Manny translating for him and... Uh, at the end, the like the last question that came and he just answered it in English and they both ran away laughing. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember that. What, um, Brendan? Man, I, I, my hope is that you guys both have no idea what I'm talking about here, but I feel like Maybe. you were there, Brendan. Were, were you there when I pretended to be deaf for that girl that Blair brought over the goals from Tinder? <laughs> no. I was not there. Like, so he had, I, it's so funny because I had planned on doing this to Taylor like a week before he, there was like a girl from like his college that like came down and uh, I was like, oh, this is, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do something. And like John was in on it and was in on it. I was like, I'm just going to pretend I'm deaf. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know why it, it was before the Frank Orr thing. Uh, and I, so they I, stole this from you. Thing came in my head. Basically, uh, so but it came to my head, and like that one blew up right away. Like I got there, and she just like this girl just like laughed at me before I even met her, and she was like, uh, "I know you're not deaf." And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, just see somebody her. from across the parking lot, and, like you can hear you, bitch. I was like, "What the fuck, man?" And he was like, "I couldn't do it, dude." And I was like, "All right." I'm going to get you. Like a week later, he meets this girl off Tinder and she's like, she wants to come over. Like, and there's like eight of us there. What a, what a welcoming environment to bring any woman you just met. Seriously. That's like, I couldn't believe he was bringing this girl (laughs) over. Like, it's like a bunch of, we're jerks. (laughs) <laughs> and, and we're drinking we're drinking like heavy too like we're playing can jam like we were playing yeah like we're jamming hard drink you know what i might have actually oh, yeah. been here for this because taylor moved while i was still living in new jersey like nichman was there he left before uh, i did so i actually think i, I wasn't there certainly but i might have been there for this there one. there was a good there was a good eight people there uh like it was a good crowd and I just said, like, he went to go, like, meet her or pick her up. And, uh, or, like, he met her out front, I think. And I was just like, this is it. Like, I'm doing it now. I was like, I'm doing it. And 
everybody's like, all right, like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, I was like, I just make shit up. I was like, just pretend to do stuff, you know, with your hands, like do some symbols or pretend. And I was like, we'll say I can read lips. Other than that, I was like, hopefully this girl's really dumb and we can fool her. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we'll just say I can read lips and then I just, you know, just don't expect me to talk. Obviously, I won't be able to talk back to you. I'd stay mute for four hours, however long this girl was here, three, three, you know, three or four hours. Just texting everybody instead. Radio, radio silent. Yeah, I would text too. Um, and when like she was like, if it was like me and Gola like on the one side, on the far side of the backyard playing can jam, and then like against two other people, and then she would be like kind of off in the crowd, like further away, distracted. I could talk then, like quietly, you know what I mean, to like or whoever I was with. Just talking could, through clenched know, like, teeth, just breath. like just trying to keep it so your mouth's not really moving, just doing ventriloquism. Yeah. So the fun, the big payoff came came the next day, but like so that that night goes off perfectly. Like it it couldn't have been funnier. I'm like, uh, Taylor got me back like a little bit by trying to go like yeah. I'll be like the good thing is. You know, and I'm not looking at him. I'm like not in, and he's not in my view now. Like he's off to the side talking to the girl, and I'm like my eyes are like over here. He's like the funny. He's like the fun thing that we do to him though is like he can't hear us when you know he don't he can't read your lips when you're not when he's not looking at you. So I could say like you know Mike's a fucking pussy or whatever like that. <laughs> like well, you know he has he has no idea, and I'm just like. Yeah. Okay. I gotta let him get away with that one. Like, he, <laughs> I, I need to let him. I need to. I, Tactical I, I retreat. I can let him have that. And, <laughs> That's uh, really you know, funny too. Like, just like, ah, I gotta eat on. This, gotta sit on this. <laughs> and I'm just like, I gotta let him have it. Uh, so the the best part, he called me like right after like they left because she was. I just love the idea like, of you just like out. fuming about being called a pussy and you can't say anything back. <laughs> uh, I, no, I wasn't. I wasn't mad. If it was like an enemy of mine, my friend, any of my friends could call me that. If it was like an enemy of mine or like a guy that I didn't an really enemy like, of mine. Like it was that, the guy. That, it was the guy who tried to spear you at the bar. <laughs> who tried to do that? You talked that about really a bar happened? fight last You're time a... you were on. Oh, oh, the the Chesterfield Inn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that guy. I would not get away with it. Uh. The best part, Taylor calls me, like, when he's on his ride home, and the girl is, like, following, and he's, like, just in tears laughing. He's like, Mike, he's like, I, I, I don't know how I could do this, dude. He's like, when when we pulled off, like, right as, like, we were, she was going to follow me, she was, like, walking away. We were walking down the driveway, and she was like, wow, like, what a genuine, like, good guy your friend is. <laughs> like, I can't believe, like, what a good guy he is. He seems to take everything in stride like so well. Like he, I, like what a what a smile he had on his face for being in that situation. Like wow, <laughs> what a good look on it's like life. Literally had. laughing at her. Like literally the opposite of what she's saying. <laughs> I probably am. I'm probably the lowest that you can be. <laughs> Pretending and to have a handicap <laughs> to alienate absolute, your friend's Tinder date. <laughs> the absolute payoff came. The, Next day, she's around again. Like, we go out for Nichman's birthday. It was in the summer. 
we go out for Nitri's birthday. We go to the hob, and me and Gola are like, holy shit. Uh, this girl's there. I was like, I got to keep it going. Like, I, I was like, I can't. I'm not revealing it now, like, one day after, just like that. Like, I'm not letting it go. And I, so I'm like, frantically, I go to my phone. I type in a whole message to the bartender because I know the bartender is going to not be in on it. And, you know, I'm going to have to explain it to them first, whoever it is. So it was Jamie. And uh, I was, you remember Jamie, right? Courtney's sister. Or yes. It was one of the daughters. It was one of Mary's yeah, daughters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, hey, Lazak, like, uh, what are you drinking? Or whatever. I was like, and Nitchman, like, backed me up. He was like, oh, Jamie, like, uh, he's got something to show you. He's got, like, a picture to show you. And I just, like, handed her my phone and, like, briefly summed up the story. I was like, the girl that is with Taylor believes I'm deaf. I did it for like six hours yesterday. I have to keep it going. I will take a jacket coke, please. <laughs> and, she like, and, she, and she just went, she just like read it, like laughed to herself and just went, uh, and then held up a one or a two as if for single or double. And I gave the two and she was like, <laughs> okay, great. And then she was like, and she came over, she was like, live tag, show Courtney that picture. And I just showed Courtney the story. Courtney just goes, oh, that's fucking awesome. She was like, it just gives me a high five. And uh, the Phillies were on. This this was the kicker. This was like my favorite part. Me and Taylor used to talk about forever how we don't we didn't know if we'd ever see Ben Revere hit a home run. He was so little and like slim. Yeah, and no power. He had such. He had like he had eight such that one power. year, but he didn't hit one for the longest time. <laughs> Yeah, like, he went, like, a full, like, two years or almost, right? Like Yeah, yeah, no, he had full, never like, had a home run for just so long. Uh, and Taylor is, like, right next to me, and then the girl, and then, like, right to my left is Gola or Nitrin, one, one of them, and I'm watching the game, and Revere cranks one down the right field line, like, hits a shot down the right field line and I'm watching it and I, I'm amazed because me and Taylor like talked about this all the time and he just goes oh my god Mike Mike and he's screaming Mike like at me but I'm like eyes on the TV and not on him he's just going Mike dude are you kidding me and like she just goes dude what are you doing like he can't like he can't hear you and then like he like tapped me and I just act like utterly confused like what and he was like and he points at the TV because I was like on the other TV. And he's like, Ben Revere just had a home run. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, he was screaming my name. You fucking jerk. <laughs> Stop shouting at him. Um, I think I think on that, now we're wrapping it up. It's, uh, oh, we were still going. Oh, out? yeah. Only one of us going. has to listen to this episode another time. <laughs> Did, uh, did she ever did, find out, or did you ever see her again for that matter? Yeah, yeah. Button this up. She she moved to like Texas, like not long after that. She uh, I I never saw her again. I don't know if Taylor did, but I personally never saw her again. Well, that's one person in the world who thinks you're a good person. <laughs> <laughs> there might be more out there. There's, There's a couple out there. There's a few. Four or five. Um, all right. Well, 
This has been uh, our 50th episode. I'm so tired. I don't even know how to end this show. You do it. Well, but offer Mike a book off your bookshelf first. He's a returning guest. They all get a book from your bookshelf. Why'd you, why'd you put the camera down? I can't see you. I wanted to look at the bookshelf. Well, I... American Gods. Do you ever read, read American Gods? I, uh, I think I read most of American Gods. Do you want a Neil Gaiman book, uh, Lizak? I don't know who that is. American Gods is pretty good. They made a Showtime movie out of it. It's a series. Or, yeah, series. My brain's not uh, working. I like, I uh, American Gods is good. So you're keeping it? Not necessarily. Yeah, give me, some, give, me, give me something else. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, how about Fever Pitch? The the Red Sox, the Nick presumably. Book. Uh, well, no, well, the, you know, the original one's about Arsenal. Ah. That's right. That's yeah, not for him. Uh, how about Howard Stern Comes Again? I haven't touched that one yet. That's fine. My dad bought me the Howard Stern book. You want I the Howard seen, Stern book, Liza? I haven't Liza? read that either. I wanted to... All right. What's that? I would love it. I'm going to send you the Howard Stern book. I'll talk to my dad. He'll oh, just he'll right. just buy you one. <laughs> It'll get to you faster. Do you have that fantasy baseball trophy in there? I think my dad bought a pallet of Howard Stern's book. What'd you say, Lizak? Where is it? I uh, I read I read Artie Lang's book when it came out a while ago. I don't know if he has more or not, but Artie, I thoroughly enjoyed Artie Lang's. Is that book. I hope they serve beer in hell. No, you dumbass. No. Artie, Lang, Artie Lang's book, or one of them, the one I remember is Too Fat to Fish. Yeah, no, that's the one I think Lizak had. I remember that's I read it in the bathroom at Lizak's house. Um, all right. Too Fat to Fish, that was a good one. I'm ending the show. Come back next right. week for number 51. Mike, thank you for joining us again. It was a fun commemorative episode. Um, I'm dying over here. I'm wow. sleepy. I'm high. Yeah, what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong with you? I'm high. You gotta get hot. Yeah, so am I. It's very hot in this room now. Well, it was very cold. So, hey, you guys, have you guys heard of kratom? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Have you taken it? No. Um, I know that it's one of the. It sounds great. I also know it's one of those things. If you take a little too much of, you'll throw up. Yeah, but yeah, that happens. Well, Matt, it's 